Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? All right, we have TK Bay back, but it's not going to be your usual because of the circumstances we've been living in. TK was actually able to come over to my office, and he had a little bit of work to do on my iPhone 12 Pro, which meant that I got a free screen protector. Uh, but uh, it also meant that he and I were able to sit down for the first time in, let's say, forever uh, and have a face-to-face podcast. Now, this is a thing that we haven't been able to do in such a long time, and this was the day before Halloween, which makes it last Friday. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Halloween. We just sort of let the tangents guide us through this conversation. And it was just a joy to be able to talk face to face with somebody and just be able to hang out. We did get a little bit of food right after this. So you know that we were just kicking it, being able to hang out like this is something that is such a rarity these days. With all that said, however, uh, the first half of the show does dive a little bit into the world of subscriptions because Apple One was just uh, released on the day that we were doing this podcast. So if you're looking for even more subscriptions in your life, we talk about why Apple One might be significant and if we're really into Apple TV in general. And then after that, we talk about the Huawei Mate 40 Pro, which he brought to my office. And it was the first time that I had actually held a Huawei device in quite some time. So we talk a little bit about it and why, at least in my case, it might not be the most exciting device that I've seen all year. With all that said, let's go ahead and get right into this episode. Enjoy. That's what we keep saying is that when you flip it upside down, it just looks like an iPod. It does. It does. I mean, if you're going to go for nostalgia, it might as well go all in. That's that's what I say. (laughs) Well, what kind of nostalgia is Huawei actually trying to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to fit it into like, man, even even the cable on this phone is blue. It's that nice color. Custom editions are always cool. So I, I already hit record, so we're getting your live reaction to Yeah, I know. No, sorry. <laughs> I, if you guys are listening to this. This is a, uh, a live reaction to a, a special custom edition of the Find X2 Pro from Oppo. Uh, not, not Pro, actually. Oh, this is the Find X2? Yeah. Ooh. So they gave this to the... Okay. Well, even then, even then, this is crazy nice. Um only way I can describe it, if you, because you have to look at it, obviously, is check out, obviously, Josh's uh, coverage on this, but it just looks crazy nice. So I need to give some context. Um, I, so I was offered to check out this phone, and I said that I would do some socials on it. And then I realized, well, TK actually made me realize that it's probably a good idea for me to do a full video on it because people will be really interested in this uh, very, like, unique device super super absolutely unique i mean you've never seen things like anything like it and not only that it's crazy good so here's the thing i know what league of legends is Mm -hmm. i never play it Uh, i i had a roommate back in college who played it all the time with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and it's one of those competitive games obviously it's an esports tournament that they're talking about with this phone absolutely um they used to like get really mad at each other like like, like they that were actually, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So this is okay. Don't mess but with me. But the thing is, they're on the same team. <laughs> so they were just like, "Why'd you do that?" You know, like oh, that kind man. of thing. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. kind of weird. I have a weird relationship with League of Legends, but now there's League of Legends Worlds. It's the name of the esports competition happening in Shanghai. Um, it's actually so it's the 30th right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the 31st already in. Because yeah, uh, after it's already almost midday. No. No, no, no. Uh, it's almost morning. People are going to be waking up over yeah, there. Yeah, it's so. almost morning. Exactly. Yeah, so that's when I wanted to get the video out because this is the actual day. The 31st in China is when Worlds is happening. Absolutely. The finals of this esports competition. So I was like, okay, fine. I get that this is a big thing. And I will admit, there's a mobile version of League of Legends that's going to come out soon. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. I don't think I'm going to get too sucked into it, but I'm curious. 
I'm curious to try it out. Uh, but yeah, this is the well, first of all, if anybody notices that the there's a certain vibe to the podcast this week, it's because this is one of the first in person podcasts that I've done in months. Yeah, uh, it, it, TK came by. TK is here. Uh, if you haven't realized already. So we're in my office right now and he got a little bit of work done here and then we're going to get a bit of lunch after this. And uh, yeah, so I figured let's just throw the Let's just throw a couple of mics on. on. Mic. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's easiest way to do it. And um, guys, even the cable, the braided cable <laughs> is the right color. Oh, my God. And even the inside part of the USB-A port is orange just to match it. They they, they really, the, even the brick, the charging brick is like, wow. So he got, uh, TK got a, uh, a look at the actual box and it's literally it literally looks like a loot box from a, from a mobile game exactly if, if you've ever played any of the games and you see a loot box dropping and you have to open it up that's exactly what it looks like with uh the actual logo right on the box and the colors are just amazing i did I, film I, like I filmed the unboxing it was an interesting one so when you take that outer shell off that mm-hmm. makes it look like a loot box um it there's like a there's a divider and then you open it and as you're opening it the phone like lifts oh, up okay because okay. there's like a there's like a pulley system <laughs> yeah, that they yeah, put yeah, in there yeah. and it's a it's a good time it was a good time i will admit but i it's just i've been there's a whole different thing going on in the background right now of me just like trying to feel normal again mm-hmm. i i think that there's been a lot of like outside stuff that's just been weighing me down um I'm fine with work as long as I have the energy to do my work. Yeah. But the world is sapping my energy every single freaking day. So to paint a word picture, I uh, I'm wearing my I voted sticker, so you can imagine what kind of stress I'm talking about. Uh, so there's a little bit of that going on. Uh, but in any case, you're here. Yes. We're, we're kicking it. Um, how have you been? How's how's things been? I. I, I'm gonna say that I, it's 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 a similar situation from last time when you, you and I had a chance to talk and and today it's it's going through the motions. It's it, you know some days are good, some days are kind of you know depending on how the stress level is going on. But um, it's it's, it's ser- seriously like little surprises I like to enjoy. Like what you just said about the unboxing to me, that's what I want to feel like every time I open up a box. Oh, th- sure. Those are the things you always anticipate. So to me, like coming here and total out of surprise. Not how I felt with the iPhone. I'll tell you that much. I, <laughs> no, that, it, you know, I, I, and I'm a little bit on, on both ends with this. I mean, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but it's it's the same company that's selling you the charger in a box separately for an extra cost because yeah. it's not like you stop selling the charger. You're still selling the charger. Is now it's a separate box, so now you're double boxing it. So where is the saving to the world kind of thing? Yeah, you're still making those chargers because people need them. So short answer is it, it's a little bit of a. But you're right though, like the the small victories and stuff like that. It's the little, little excitement. It, it's the little excitements, and I think that's what I, I try to I try to shoot for. Um, I got a, I got a nice little surprise package in the you know a projector that I'm working on right now, which is really exciting. I never thought I'd be excited about a projector, uh, but it's uh, it's actually a 4K projector that really looks nice. So that is exciting. We got to have a movie night a couple of nights ago. Nice. Projecting it on the wall, massive screen, great audio, just spicing it up. So the little things like that I've been looking forward to. So I try to sprinkle them every once in a while, and um, yeah, no, and then getting a chance to come out honestly just to hang out. Yeah. Uh, as as uh, as I got as a screen normal. protector out of it, so I'm yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, no, no, I totally made it worth his his time. He got a glass protector on the front and on the back of the uh, on the iPhone, and uh, you'll 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 get a chance to see it on uh, on my channel and, and on his socials as well. But yeah, no, uh, it's more so just like I said, uh, 
changing the environment, hanging out, talking, relaxing, and just having a conversation like we're having it right now. I mean, mm-hmm. we have mics on it, but it's just, you know, this is typical to what we normally talk anyways. Yeah, indeed. And, and honestly, like, this is actually my first time using this setup for yeah, the podcast. It looks I, clean. And I imagine it's going to sound really good. I, I very much believe in these microphones I'm using at the moment. Uh, but yeah, like it's just, it's good to be able to change things up for sure. Uh, it's been hard to find the ways to do that. Yeah. No. Um, given our circumstances and everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I've had, I had Jaime here in the office the other, uh, last week and now you're, you've been here. So trying to find the ways you know and taking taking whatever precautions we have i remember when jaime was coming over like he was like are you sure you're okay with me coming by and i was like dude you're probably the person who has quarantined or isolated the most you <laughs> were so quarantined out yes. of everyone exactly. i know no no so i'm sure you're fine and i don't go anywhere i did go somewhere on sunday so i do want to shout this out real quick that i did go down to san diego on sunday and i brought the insta 360 i don't even oh i should have brought it so you can check it out yeah um the insta 360 one x2 mm-hmm. did you try the one x the original one i played with it but i never i never had it for review i tr- i played with it i think it was at an event a friend of mine had it so i've i've checked it out but yours looks so i saw yours and i also i think i saw the verge put out another video as mm-hmm. well so roughly around it but i liked yours more because it was real world more like you were using it outdoors in there not just going over and showing it was also the, very real world because you see someone like peter mckinnon mm-hmm. he put out his video and of course he got on his atv uh, yeah see he the, went off-roading yeah, yeah, exactly. and i was just like i don't do those things but so. we don't have we don't have that scenery in the backyard kind of thing you know you can't just hop on and do it but um, that one shot that you did in the car, although I, I kind of agree with you, you know, you shouldn't have done it unless you really needed to because of the view. It started really nice. So you have the ability even in the in the camera app when you're say when you're editing your video to actually set a pattern of how the camera is going to pan. Mm-hmm. And it started off with uh, facing on Josh right when he was driving there, and then he just did that pan across the car. So you get to see the whole freeway, uh, the cars on the right side of the car. You know what I'm saying? It's like the didn't whole... it handle the dynamic range pretty well? It that did. Scene? I yeah. was surprised. Like uh, the performance of the camera was. It tr- I mean, you knew you were looking at a 360 footage that you couldn't get a- get away from. But mm-hmm. um, the quality was really nice, uh, and the fact that you were driving it and moving at such a fast pace, there was no pixelating. There was, you know, the, the actual images looked pretty clean. Yeah. But that pan was nice. Like yeah. you started to talk, and then I was like, "Where's the camera going? Oh, you're doing a pan. Okay." <laughs> I will say that the, uh, like I said in the video, the one thing that's missing right now is an easy way of manipulating 360 video. Mm-hmm. Insta and GoPro have done a good job of providing what we have now, mm-hmm. but I still would not recommend it for most people. Like I can imagine some people thinking, "Oh my god!" Like so, if I were to go on a trip. And I just get this camera. I can hit record and just leave it anywhere. And I'm like, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. But when you fight, when, but when you go to your footage when you're done, and you try to pinpoint the parts that you actually want to show in whatever content you want to make, mm-hmm. that's when the work really begins. Yeah. So I was here at the computer here, right here in my office, uh, making keyframes. Like, if you've never known what keyframes are before, this freaking camera is going to teach you. We'll teach it to you very hard. No, <laughs> that that shot exactly. It's uh, understanding where you are because you're dealing with a much wider frame. This is not a still frame. It's you're recording everything. It's everything and anything that's around it. So. Yep. Um, you maybe a good example would be also putting out maybe some content where you have the 360 and using the YouTube uh, uh, function. Oh, to like, actually like move yeah, it yeah. Like, like, I thought about doing that. Here's yeah. the problem though: it um, you need to have the plugin for they provide the plugin to use 360 video in Premiere. They don't oh, have one. They don't have one for Resolve yet. <laughs> 
So that's why I couldn't. Okay, okay, yeah. So to be able to actually edit it, you need to have an editor that either uses it. So they're using their own codec. They're not using the standard. Because I've used 360 cameras like the... um, INSV is their... It's it's a different yeah. If, yeah. if they're using if they have a plugin to convert, then they're using it to convert it to something that exactly. is a Premiere. So short answer is yeah. So I know you you switch teams, but maybe this is a good reason to come back. No, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, and th- that's the reason why they have their own app. So mm-hmm. what you do is you install the app, and then you're given the 360 view, and then you can use a freeform or keyframes mm-hmm. in order to frame up the shot. Exactly. But to just raw 360 5.7k video yeah. into Resolve, I would that laptop would have exploded. <laughs> it simply would have exploded. Because um, I remember trying to do last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we we always end up talking about this one way or another. Uh, every show that we have together, um, one of the Japan trips. Yeah, yeah. When I took the One X with me. I remember trying to edit that footage on a GTX 1650. Was it 1650? I think it's a Did I have the Prestige ready by then? I was editing it on a rig that did not have any business. You edited it when you were in Japan? Sorry, no, in, as in the you, Philippines, yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you went to Philippines after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to edit 360 video on a rig that had no business editing 360 video. So it was way better now, but it's still not quite where we need it to be. So well, it looks really nice. I, I'm I'm glad that they're making more improvements. The 360 environment is is something that is unique, right? I mean, a lot of us see it. We know that it's there. It never became mainstream, which I think a lot of companies wanted to, because mm-hmm. you saw Samsung jumping into it. You saw LG jumping into it with the little more portable ones, um, and then you saw. And I want to say uh, there's just a few other iterations, but Insta has been doing it really nice. Yeah, they've so, been doing a good job. Like I said, the the latest edition is definitely a good horsepower, and from the sense of just. Even if you want to be able to take a standard footage, like from one side of the camera, as opposed to using the full 360. I was just about to say that. That was, well, I'm sorry. It's not like I'm repeating your video, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. Like it's, it's also, it works perfectly fine on one end. That's what I loved about the, what was it? The Gear 360? That's So that's the Samsung one. Yeah. yeah. So the Samsung released the Gear 360. I forget, like it was around the Note. I, don't know, like it, I think you guys were in New York. It was, was a surprisingly yeah. capable and reliable vlogging rig. Yeah. Because if you just did that front camera, mm-hmm. actually what you needed to do, I remember saying this in the Android Authority review. I was like, you need to remember where the mics are. So look for the holes. Because if you're using the front, quote unquote, front camera, it's actually on the other side of the mics. Okay. Yeah. So you sound muffled. Yes. So you have to go rear, turn it around, hit record. So there were all those little nuances with the with the One X two that I just re- that I just did a video on on my channel. Uh, there are mics on both sides. Okay. Um, but that does mean that sometimes the audio might sound a little wonky if you listen to it in headphones. It's mm-hmm. going back and forth. Yeah. So that was one of the weird things about it. But yeah, ultimately, I mean, that's that was literally the last thing I did. And then when I came back from San Diego, I was just like, I don't know what happened to me, but I just don't want to do anything. Like I just. There's a burnout that's happening right now. And I feel like it's what's weird is it's not even a Techtober burnout. There's a little bit of that. No, yeah. No, I, and I think I, I there's there's a big looming thing coming up on a lot of us. I mean, and as a, as a nation, it's not even just us. Um, we're dealing with a lot of things going on. Also, everyone's watching our nation's elections you know yeah that no, no we're, every, we are the show we are the yeah we yeah. are there's nothing else happening in the world right people now have been telling me like yeah all of our news is about your elections uh, uh, i was just like are you freaking kidding me you know what it was like that 40 years ago um during our election so around the same year when you we were going through the elections about four years ago 2016 i was in the uk for um and for an android uh, convention and um all i remember is people just basically watching it and talking about it and talking about the elections and who's going on and who's talking and what's going on so so it's it, it is a big thing it's a big thing for many people um i mean it's obviously a massive thing for us but it, at the end of the day 
our relation with countries, our relation with other places and how things are working are obviously going to be impacted regardless of you know, what the outcome is. Yeah. Uh, it'll be impacted. So obviously it's an important thing for them. So uh, it's good. I hope we we'll have to see how it goes. There's no hope in this. I mean, we'll have to basically see yeah. a lot of things have already been casted. As you said yourself, you've already voted and it's, you know, we're ahead of the time. I voted three weeks ago. So I'm like, I'm, I got that done. I didn't yeah, want to Mine wait. was, mine was over the weekend before yeah. I left. And yeah, so it's just, yeah. Like, like you said, the word is looming. Like yeah, looming yeah, yeah, is yeah. the word. There's so many things going on and it just, you, you hope you have enough energy to do the things that you're meant to do throughout the day. But then when you react to the news or you react to social media or you just hear the honestly crazy stories that, mm-hmm. that you might get shoved in your face by your phone in the morning. Um, yeah, like I actually was incredulous looking at Apple News the other day oh. because I was like, why are these the top stories? And it was less about like... Spe- speaking of Apple, by the way, Apple One launched today. Oh, did it? It is. Today is a launch, as well as the return of The Mandalorian. But that just is a side note because I'm, I'm waiting for The Mandalorian. <laughs> Sorry. Isn't it just one episode today, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. So they're doing they're the not Netflixing thing. it. Yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Disney knows. We're not, we're not Netflix. We're not going to, we're going to string it out, but it's online. But yeah, so Mandalorian. We're definitely going to be watching that time. Yeah, sure. yeah. Season two that. starts today. My parents today. are really looking forward to it. But the big thing, obviously, if anything else, if you guys are listening to us, it is the same day that Apple One officially became available as a service because they announced it, mm. but it wasn't available. So today, Friday the 30th, the day before Halloween. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's I, good- I wasn't really following that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I got to, I got to check it out because I only, I haven't really done any, like, all of these new streaming services, like, I've only just gotten into TikTok recently, but as far as actual media content is concerned, I've only really gotten into, I haven't gotten into anything. Quibi died already. Yes, uh, I'm sorry to mention, it barely started, and it's, actually, the the funny thing. Even though they got, didn't they get Emmy Award uh, nominations? They got some nominations, but not only that, they finally released their Android TV and Apple TV apps (laughs) in the same article as they're announcing Quibi is closing. They say, oh, and by the way, it's available on Apple TV and Android TV. I'm like, "Uh, could we have done them separately? And, well, and then obviously, and then Netflix raises their prices, so there's a lot of other little, little, little things here. How much here was and there. it? Did you see? Twelve ninety nine, and it went up to fourteen ninety nine. So two bucks. Or, is it, uh, you know, actually, I want to say thirteen ninety nine. I'm sorry. I know it was a small incremental, but they do this all the time. Like every two years, they'll increase their prices by a small amount. Um, it's. I think it is thirteen ninety nine for mm. the for the mid tier, not the not the entry level. The entry level now, I think it's nine ninety nine. So you get basically ten bucks, fourteen bucks, and then I think the higher end is fifteen bucks or sixteen bucks and higher. Are you, are you, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm I'm really starting to think about it or rethink about me being paying for it. I mean, realistically, really? I don't watch as much Netflix. So the reality is, okay, I have Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus, um, Hulu Plus or Hulu, not Hulu Plus. I don't know why I'm combining things. Um, and at the end of the day, Netflix is just this wormhole of places that I just have to keep basically digging to try to find something to watch. Disney, I feel like it's a much better collection because I know actually, you know, what, what they're going on. I'm also comfortable if my son's going around and looking around for, for different things. That's fair. Um, Amazon Prime is putting out some good stuff. The Boys is back. Um, we got Borat that came out on it. So there's a lot of good content. I, I love like that it. you were talking about uh, stuff that your son could watch and then you went straight into The Boys. Well, <laughs> Borat. The things, okay, things, <laughs> things that I like to watch. I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah. I, love, I love the 180 that happened. That yeah, was funny. Well, he has to have his own to- shows, but... Uh, so I think at eight at about like eight ninety nine or whenever it was like cheaper, uh, it was always it always made sense to us. The only reason we went up to the higher tier is because we needed to have the two streams, and we needed to have the HD because when we watch it in the living room, 
So if I want it, if I really want to keep it just for him or just to for his content, I would probably down, drop down to the uh, to the lower resolution stream for 9.99 and just leave it for him because that's really what we 90% of the time. Uh, if I mean, there want, is some good stuff on there for th there for him. is their libraries do get better and they do get new movies in there, but like, I mean, I if I were if I were his age, it would be Avatar and Korra. Finished Avatar and Korra already, and uh, you know Airbender already finished that. Mm -hmm. Finished all of those, and I think um, they have a new some I don't know like a Mulan knockoff something like that. There's a lot of those things as well. Um, there is there is one thing like as just in my context the what did you say it was fourteen ninety nine mm -hmm. the I guess the mid tier because um, we don't we don't, we don't I don't I don't even own a four K TV like. Oh no no! I don't and own 4K anything. Really. I don't. I never ever stream in the, in that 4K resolution. Anyways, my TV, even if it, though it's a 4K TV, it doesn't actually stream in that. Mm. For me, I get 1080p at the most uh, because not every not all their titles are 4K. Mm. That's the other point. Um, yeah. So like for my family, including myself, um, all the Korean dramas, man, just price of admission right there. Netflix mother, has an amazing. Mother-in-law loves Korean dramas, but they, I got them their own their own subscriptions so that we don't kind of compete <laughs> with each other's time. It's it's actually kind of incredible to me how international Netflix's library is. It, it is. Yeah. It is. And um, if you've ever not that I say you should, I'm saying if you've ever ever experimented using a VPN and try to jump into let's say a Japan version of Netflix and you mm -hmm. see that all of the Dragon Ball series are live on Netflix. Obviously subtitled though? Uh the, yeah, sub 90% subtitled. Actually yeah, 90 of them uh no, not even subtitled. I take that back. No. Uh, the ver there there is a, uh, like the super series which I think is starting to come to the US now so it's on on Hulu. Um it was all in Jap in Japanese, not even subtitled. And the, the the subtitles were in Japanese. I'm like, why would you put Japanese subtitles to I guess for people that want to turn off the sound and just read, I guess, or Maybe. if you can't. But um close captioning is yeah, yeah, but those are things that you can always discover, like other selections, other libraries, other series that you normally can't even get access to. But we just have so many options. That's my only thing right yeah, now. Yeah, the most recent one that I got into was uh, HBO Max. Mm -hmm. and HBO I'm in, Max is really nice. I'm into it. It's cool. We're um, going through the Big Bang series right now. We're on season Fresh five. Fresh Prince. Ah, so <laughs> we started with Friends, finished that first. Then we jumped into uh, Young Sheldon. And then we, uh, well, he liked Young, Young, Young Sheldon so much that he's like, well, how is he when he gets older, even though he's watching them in reverse order? Because, you know, Big Bang came out first way before yeah. it, you know. So uh, now we're watching Big Bang and... Um, watching it with him is, is a little bit different because you realize how many innuendos they put in there and how many sexual uh, oh, of course. things going on. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's fun. It's fun to watch the the, the crew. Um, I mean, it was made by the same people who did Two and a Half Men. It's, but yeah, it, but it, it's it's just the the pure simplicity. You get just the interaction between different characters. Um, you know, it just, to me, it's, it's fun show. So yeah, uh, Fresh Prince, we started to, I think we'll probably that, end up that, jump into that. That was my upbringing is that show. But that's the thing. That's the beauty of HBO Max is all of those titles that we really want to be able to watch. Um, and I think, I think what, when they did that in January, it's like, so the last, last event, big event that we all went to realistically in 2020 was CES, right? Mm -hmm. 2020, we were in Vegas. Um, and, uh, we barely started, it was, during CES, that Netflix lost the rights to Friends, and we had not yes, finished the true. series. Yeah. So Omar got very frustrated. He's like, well, we haven't watched it. Can we rent it? And I started looking at how much it would cost me to rent the series. I said, you know, HBO is going to come out later. Let's just wait a few months. Yeah. Um, and then we got it, and then he started up from the beginning. We watched the whole thing. So to me, it's, it's a good service. I think it's priced right for where it is right now. 
Um, and it offers a good col- uh, collection. And of course, you know, in about a month or so, I think uh, we should be able to watch Mulan if you want to watch that. Yeah, it is what it is it but is, is there a, any reason like can you think off the top of your head if there's any reason why apple one would be so i think it's the subscription based to to reduced cost right so if you want the extra storage if you want more storage on your uh, on your you know your your backup on your phone uh, the ability of using apple music and the family packages so that's it's bundling that's literally all this is apple one is trying to bring in uh the benefits of like google one right they're just giving you more things in the same spot except that Google One doesn't include music. Google One's yeah, mostly storage. Yeah, it doesn't storage. include content. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't include content. Where Apple One actually, that depending on the model that you go, because it's not just one price and model, you can go different tiers. You can bring in other services, and you still get the benefit of discounted pricing as opposed to buying them individually. Okay. So it makes sense for if you're all in into Apple ecosystem, you know, Walled Garden, whatever that thing is. Uh, <laughs> I, I I say that with an, I, I own an iPhone 11 Pro Max, and I work on a Mac, so I, I'm not. Trying to make it sound like I don't use their system. I do. I am still wondering whether or not like Apple TV Plus will be. I love that this just turned into a subscription discussion. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still looking at like Apple TV Plus. I know that Jon Stewart is coming back. I saw that. That yeah. was exciting. That is absolutely exciting. That's going to bring people. In all honesty, as much as I love Jon Stewart, I wish that they would have just picked up Patriot Act. It's still yeah, such a I, huge that, hit that we don't have Hassan. I don't, I don't know what the con- what was going through their mind because I never thought once that it wasn't a popular show. It definitely had its own following and he does such an amazing work. The research team behind him, yes. the delivery message is so on point. Mm-hmm. It just reminds, like him, um, uh, John Stewart, uh, uh, you know, you get The Daily Show, all, all the, the initial crew that used to be part of that original The Daily Show. They're back all doing in great the, stuff. That's, it's at, like gold, absolutely gold. Wherever they go, they do amazing work. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm hoping Patriot Act does it some way. I mean, I get it. Like, Hassan is just, he's he's raising a family right now. So I guess that, you know. It, it is. And, and, I, and I'm hoping at some point time allows it. But... I love the shows when he was doing it from home. I didn't have a problem when it was when his wife was filming him, right? That's true. I mean, it was kind of cute. Yeah. You know, you go through and he's like covering it and and there was one thing is just talk shows don't do well on Netflix. It's the one thing that Netflix can't get right. Like I I I'm, I'm I won't deny the fact that I actually did catch a lot of their clips, a lot of Patriot Act clips on Netflix uh, on YouTube more yeah, than exactly. I did. Exactly. It's because I generally don't go in there for talk shows. You're right. I don't it's a uh, um, it, it's almost like uh, last week tonight. Also, I, even though I have HBO Max and I can watch him, but I don't. I always watch it on YouTube. Every Monday, it's, it's kind a, of posted. This this leads me to a classic question that I've asked on pretty much every podcast I've ever hosted. Like, do do you think we have too many subscriptions at this point? <laughs> I, I I think we do, and not only that, I'm I'm worried that I think we may have more coming. I think what's happening is the property, the, the intellectual property owners are are becoming more aware of the the, the, the diversions of the change in, in norms. If anything, that what's what currently is going on with us with the with the current situation is that they're realizing there's a big market for delivering data, if, you know, content, internet, you know, over the air and over the you know connected devices. That it's not just being inside of the theater to be able to enjoy something. So you're starting to see things being pushed. But the problem with that is once you have you know, eight bucks here, eight bucks here, eight bucks, you know, all these little sliced up little pieces. We can't have, you can't get our attention in so many apps. It can't be where 
If I want to watch Friends, I got to remember that it's on HBO Max, not on mm. Netflix, not on Hulu, not on Amazon Prime. I was not- I, I had that exact problem because I went on Disney Plus looking for the Spider-Man movies and they're not there. No, but those are the things. So now I end up going back to Google to go, you know, where can I find, you know, X, you know movie XYZ on uh, online and then I realize, ah, oh, dang it, I don't have that subscription. So it goes into the whole um I think Google's attempt to with the Google TV, uh, the, the new adapt, the new Chromecast Google with Google TV, Which we've been they're loving. trying to they're trying to bring a universal interface that basically you just ask the assistant to play movie X Y Z and it'll bring up whatever services they have it. So they're trying to simplify it, but not everybody has a Google you know Chromecast with Google TV that just literally came out you know not even a month ago. So I'm worried that we're going to get more. We already have TV channels having their own subscriptions, like CBS, NBC, Fox, all of those. So imagine trying to get that level of, um, like, you want to just be able to catch your local shows. Uh, I'm not sure how cable companies are going to react to this at some point, because there is going to be that shift. You could totally live without the cable company at this point. You can yeah, get your local channel. Yeah, the cutting thing, like, I feel like we've kind of achieved that at this point. Yeah, we're, we're way beyond it. And I'm, I, I really, like, I, I think about the fact of what shows do I really watch on cable. Um, the reality of the matter is the only show that we're really super stuck on right now is 90 Day Fiance the other way. Um, and that's, You're watching 90 Day Fiance? Honey, I love you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this to, right now before I start jumping into anything. Uh, I wasn't into it at the beginning. I did get into it. It, it. There's a few different things going on, and I think mostly what I got into it is because there's a few couples that are Middle Eastern. One of uh. them, one of them, one of them is in Jordan, which is right next to my home country, Lebanon. So to me, when I start seeing the little, you know, the, the girls from the U.S. and the boys from Jordan, how will they ever make it? Kind of thing. And um, yeah, there's not much else going on though. So that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I do watch the show, um, but I will not watch Housewives. I will not get into that. <laughs> that is a that is a mess waiting to no. That's so funny because obviously, like being Filipino, everyone was talking about Big Ed and and what was what was her name? Um, gosh, I forgot her name. Um, it's her name I would rather remember than, than Big it. Ed's. Uh, but yeah, like that, I'm I'm way too familiar with that at this point. It it's just... it's yeah. So there there is the few little things, and then uh, my son and I, of course, will yeah, we're we're starting up actually. Uh, I, one thing we are watching on Netflix. I take that back. We're starting to watch 100. Since okay. One, so most of the times, whenever I get in get into one of those sci-fi TV series, for the most part, every time I start watching them, they end up within one series or two. 100 actually surprisingly is going on season seven i'm like when did that happen so i said okay we have enough of content to be able to watch it so sure. we're starting we starting this series um yeah it, we start series all the time so you know what since we're talking about like characters and shows and stuff like that i might as well bring in the whole halloween of it all oh speaking yeah the, the thing happening tomorrow yeah <laughs> yeah that thing yeah that thing <laughs> that, tomorrow that thing are is... you guys doing anything um no not I mean, really we, right? well we decorated because you know we have a we have a ten year old, so that it kind of goes without saying. We decorated. He has his costume. Um, we're going to trick or treat over our grandparents. So we already called the grandparents. We're going to drive by and pick up some candy that way, uh, and that's pretty much it. Realistically, yeah. this is. Uh, What's funny yeah. is I feel like because since we're talking about this whole subscription service thing, I got to look up which one has this movie because back in grade like junior high to about college, mm-hmm. I had this tradition because I didn't really do the Halloween thing. Um, and I really, I wasn't big on Halloween until we had a kid. My wife was more into it, but it was more like, you know, giving out candies and stuff like that. But now we go really into it, like, you know, setting it up and bringing, like, every year we add things to the setup. So it's. Mm. Well, my only, my only tradition used to be to just watch Battle Royale. Oh. 
on Halloween. It's not even a Halloween movie. No, no, no. It's a slasher, but it's not really a Halloween movie. Uh, but yeah, that was like my one. I don't even know where what service even has that. I feel like Netflix might have it, but I haven't watched it in a long Netflix time. Netflix is by far the biggest collection of, of content on the on, online. So I think that's probably what they're trying to do. It's a Japanese film, so they probably do have it. Yeah, no, and, and if anything, I think that's where where I think you you really would benefit. But it, yeah, no, we're probably gonna end up watching a movie anyways. That's ninety percent. Like, you have the projector too, <laughs> dude. That, so the projector has Android TV in it. Oh, okay. I can't mention what it is because it hasn't been officially released. But as a as a product, it, it's really nice, very bright. The sound on it is amazing, and it has built-in Android TV, not Google TV, still running Android TV, which at some point will be rebranded. Um, and yeah, no, we 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 watched um, the we watched The Witches, I think, uh, on uh, HBO Max. So that just came out last Friday, and um, I told him we're not gonna don't start the movie. Let's not do half half because he has a habit of starting movies before we sit down with him because we wanted to all watch it. So we projected <laughs> that, we put it on the wall. Um, was really really nice. Uh, we had to reconfigure the living room, which was absolutely worth it. And um, yeah, no, it, it was fun. It, we wanted to do it in the backyard, but then I, I didn't feel like how comfortable it would be for me to play sound that loud for everybody in the neighborhood to listen to it. That's fair because we're cl- we're close to each other. We're not like by ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I can totally see it like on any other time. You know, it's like setting up, putting like a big white cloth or something like that, and projecting to it. And on our wall, it works great. You can set it up to the ceiling, to the wall, to any position even upside down it's intended to be one of those like conference centers uh oh, projectors so okay. um you should just set up like a neighborhood mario kart or uh, something. dude oh actually you know that's speaking of which i should i should try to do some gaming on it yeah want to see how the refresh rate does uh for movies it was perfect uh it does have hdr and so yeah i mean it's not a review a short answer is it, it is a lot of fun hmm. it's a lot of fun and uh works really nice so uh but yeah, that's probably what we're going to do. And we're going to just, unfortunately, we're going to have to turn off our lights so that people don't think we're trying to give out candy. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah. I, I kind of want to put a, uh, I have a wise cam up there and I want to put it uh, on the garage of my family home because I honestly think that there's going to be some egging going on. I'm there pretty may, sure there, there, there could be some teens. Uh, I've, I literally feel like the I'm on my rocking chair right now. Like these kids are going to these kids are going to vandalize. <laughs> <laughs> Josh wakes up in the morning and his house is teepeed. And I'm joking about this because please don't do the, the don't do it to my place. No. Um, <laughs> so what happens usually with those um, Halloween is actually one of the worst days of the year for uh, internet connected cameras. And you're going to see that uh, with anybody that has it. You may even see some posts about it because of the frequency of normal amount of people that come to your door. It overloads the servers for every company that has an online internet camera. Really? Because everybody's house is getting people at it. And imagine if, you know, it's like a, a one service, right? They build it with a certain number of people to be concurrent users, but it's not intended for all users to be concurrent users. I never thought about that. So That's uh, interesting. We've had, I just want to be able to identify the person who eggs my car. Like, that's all I really want. <laughs> to speak to that, one year we had, um, we decided, it was one of those years where we decided to go do trick-or-treating, but we didn't want to, you know, leave everybody out. So we put an honor system bowl in front of our house, and we turned on the light, and we let people say, I can't come over, pick up a piece, and come and do it. Um, every once in a while, we'll get notification, notification, and then after a while, my camera started uh, stopped notifying, and this was a ring at the time. Um, and then we get home, and our bowl is gone. We have no camera footage. There's no trace of it. Nothing. The system was so overloaded, it stopped recording. It wasn't even recording anything. So it just disconnected or something happened on the server. No record, nothing. We lost the bowl. Not that it's like precious, but it's still the... Whoever decided to be that little, you know, it was worth it to just go take all the candy. And the system is just not designed to handle it. And I don't think we fixed that. So you could try. You'll catch some. (laughs) But... uh, 
and if you're lucky to catch whoever egged you, then uh, then you have the footage for uh, tomorrow morning's viral video. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I'll just be like, Man, or sa- is- a Sunday morning's uh, viral video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just remember one time back in the day um, when my when my bro- before my brother moved out, um, his car is like he's a he's a he's a real car guy. Egg whites damage paint, Ooh. so the, I just remember him being very upset about it. So I was thinking like, oh, you know what? This year, if there's any year for 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 like kids to just go nuts. It's got to be this year. It's it's going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, in in our, our in our entire street where we are right now, we're the only house that like definitely de- totally decorated, like mm-hmm. the actual ghouls and whatever. We have some game. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never done the Halloween decoration thing. I didn't either. Till till like I said, it's it having a kid kind of changes the whole because you're doing it for the kid and all of that stuff, and you build up on it. Christmas is a lot more also involved than that it normally is. So. Uh, and I think my wife would like to would like for time shift now to go straight to Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. skip Thanksgiving. Everything else goes straight to Christmas. Um, but you know, it, it gets exciting. It's nice. It's something for him to do and look forward to. And obviously, candy is not going to be a massive thing this year. But uh, like I said, we got the grandparents. We have two sides. We'll go both houses. He's covered on candy, and we just need to find a movie. Uh, before we get into the break, uh, tell me one costume that you can remember off the top of your head that you wore. Uh, the biggest one I've ever owned was Beetlejuice. I did it long, you did long time. I did Beetlejuice. That's I did Beetlejuice with the crazy hair, with the, mis- with the with the white face and all that, all the good stuff. I dressed up. It was during, um, I was working at a call center a long time ago for an internet provider called Earthlink. Uh, they're still oh my around God, as a company. You worked at Earthlink? I worked at Earthlink Holy before, crap. Uh, before Earthlink was what it is, where it is now. And I worked that, I mean, I worked my life, my, almost my entire life in Pasadena. Um, so yeah, I, I did that. And that was like, the, of all the costume I've worn, that was the best. Uh, the one I would love to be able to pull off would be God of War because I have the beard, I have the hair. You do, but I don't have the muscles. I gotta work on the muscles. <laughs> well, maybe, I was, maybe next year. I the, the one that I always comes to mind for me was um, I was a yakuza. Ah, so this is the thing though. I was I was such you a did cheater. The tattoos, the whole thing. Get, Not even. No, no. I, I was a cheater. Okay, so because at the time in college, I had your hairstyle, which okay. is just shaved. Like so, I was practically. Just, I like the hairstyle, by the way. I, it's very nice. Yes, keep going. <laughs> so I had that going. I no beard, but um, I had my buddy pick up a uh, sakabato, which is a wooden Japanese samurai sword. Okay, it's a training sword. Okay, and I have one at home. Actually, I didn't know the name of it, but yes. Yeah. So. I had him pick one up, and then I would just show up to the party in a suit, but with that sword. So I, I, I kind of cheated in a way. I picked a costume that I knew would still make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just went for that. So that was sort of like the last one that I had. But anyway, Halloween talk aside and all, all that subscription talk aside, we're going to go ahead and get into a short break. The reason one of okay, first of all, one of the reasons why we are even having this discussion the way that we're having is because we haven't, you know, we're it's the first time we've been able to record a podcast face to face. Absolutely, yeah, no. Uh, so it's just flowing the way that it flows. Uh, but also, uh, the other reason why is because this week, when you think about it, mm-hmm. th- this week was actually not the hugest. It really did show the end of Techtober. It, it is. We're it's, in it's, the downward it, it, spiral. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, 
very actually no announcements like uh, mm-hmm. like no launches no announcements which like, feels odd because it, it it feels like since quarantine started there was an announcement every freaking week it was that was the exact thing so we right before we started the show we were like thinking so what 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 happened this week what's what, what's going on what are some of the things we can talk about and i was like wait a minute and i don't uh, like talking about leaks and stuff on the show well no personally. well yeah so there's there are obviously there will always be leaks so that that's the thing you know and there's always anticipation and teasers and stuff like that but it's starting to it look like we are kind of dipping, although may not be the end of announcements and stuff like that. There's no, still obviously not. the big thing going on with Qualcomm, hopefully in another month or so. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they announce because mm-hmm. we've seen what Huawei has to offer. We've seen what Apple has to offer. And we want to be able to see, you know, obviously the champs or the, 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 this, the I would say the trend centers realistically. That's the standard right now. Do you think they'll hit five nanometer? I, I have to say that this is the year. If there's any year for them to hit 5 nanometer, it, this would be the year to jump into it. Okay. If they stick to 7, they would have to figure... I mean, everything is moving 5 nanometer. I mean, our PCs, uh, SOCs are moving into 5 nanometer. We already saw the two of the major players already moving into it. I mean, I realize Huawei may not be uh, is, as much of a stronghold, if you think about it, but they power all of Huawei and Honor devices around the world, and Kirin is around the world, so it's not something that people know what it is. So... You have the A14, you have the Kirin 9000, or I like, I call it like the Dragon Ball one because finally reached 9000. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need a scanner for that. Yeah, we, we do need a scanner. I, that's true. Um, it, I, I, my hope essentially is that, you know, Qualcomm moves into the 5 nanometer with the 875. Uh, that would be the year for them to do it. But I also want to see what improvements they can do. Like what, because last year there was a lot of information that was thrown at us. Um, I mean, it's the standard, if you think about it right now, with almost any Android device, that why we're able to see 120, 144 hertz. It's true. Um, 90 hertz easily now. Multiple cameras. Multiple, exactly. Uh, you know, multiple cameras on the front, multiple cameras on the back, 4K 60 standard, 8K 30. Those are things that, you know, a, a year before going into Qualcomm, the tech summit, we didn't really even see that possible. Now, this is there. So the question would be is... It's just going to be a lot more 5G talk, though. And I think, so 5G needs to kind of... The reality can is, it just be here now? Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just want to like we everybody's anticipating five G's rolling out. I mean, that was about maybe one of the biggest thing that kind of happened like a few weeks ago or so when Apple uh, Verizon finally announced their nationwide five G, which is yes. not their ultra you know UW five G. Essentially, is their sub six version of what we mm-hmm. normally get now for AT and T and T Mobile. So that's literally what five G is going to be. It's going to be a sub six hundred ninety percent of places and with an ultra wideband capability and you know, sporadic spots. Uh, but yeah, I think they're probably going to be more conversation. Everybody's covering 5G. Um, speaking of which, uh, actually, no, take that back. TCL did announce something. There was one announcement. Uh, TCL 10. The TCL mm-hmm. 10 uh, 5G. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry, TCL. Which is really just, that, that's the only thing though, is that... Um, and, and I say that while I'm, I have a face wearing, mask. You have your that, TCL that, face mask. I'm sorry, I say that, um, yes. But it, it's just so funny to me that 5G is still this buzzword that allows companies to like create whole new announcements because at this point we've been hearing about 5G for so long, long that time. it's it's kind of I don't know it it feels like a cop out at this point that you would have to get a whole new device just because they added 5G exactly. and that's why reviewers like us we would pretty much just say I mean you don't have to like just no, stick not, with not what in, you got yeah, right not now. in the current version 5G the current version of 5G and what I was trying to shoot for with the, the whole sub 600 is realistically it's about the same speed it's mm-hmm. uh, it's supposed that's to what have I've been noticed on yeah. the pixel 5 so it, it's absolutely anywhere you go to get 5g right now if you do a 5g and turn off your 5g and do the same speed test there's actually better chances you'll get faster speeds but in general they're in the same ballpark it's not enough to say oh my god 
one thing I, I really appreciated was when Verizon, not Verizon, when Sprint put out their 5G because that was more of on the higher end, not on the sub six where we are with AT and T and T Mobile. Um, but we haven't seen those uh, those uh, those networks or those bands actually being opened up on T Mobile side because that will give us better connection. That will give us the inter- the internet speeds of 500 to 600. Right now we're stuck there with 100 to 200. Like, yeah, that's what we get with 4G. So. If you're thinking about it in 2020, I probably say don't buy it just for that moniker. If you're trying, if you're due for an upgrade, it's been a few years and your phone needs to be upgraded. It makes sense then, yes, pick up one with 5G so that you have that coverage if you need it. Mm-hmm. But I would. But then know- you're also going to get all the upgrades that we get now, not just 5G, but like better cameras, better screens, yeah, stuff ab- like that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There's always going to be the, the 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 improvements that come with new tech. I just hope that the announcement, whatever announcement Qualcomm ends up making, it's not just going to be like. Oh, you know, 5G again. <laughs> because that was what half the presentation last year was. It, it was. But I think I think the biggest thing about them is giving us the understanding of what the difference between the X55 modem, which was normally what we get with the 865, and then the X52 modem, which a lot of us are using now. <coughs> Sorry. Um, a lot of us are using now with the mid-range devices. So it... Yeah, there, I'm pretty sure it's going to be part of it, but my hope essentially is that it's a small segment. Yes. You know, not the if, presentation. If it is going to be five nanometer, that's got to be like the most. Right and, there. And they also got to talk about like graphics performance. Absolutely. Because games are starting to like get really nuts. We just talked at the beginning of the show about a League of Legends mobile version coming out Crazy. soon. Yes. I've been playing Genshin Impact. Like mobile gaming is getting real heavy right now like it's, it's, getting it's been good. building up momentum for a long time and i truly i mean with the exception of call of duty that i like playing on a pc because that's just the best way to play this game um, i play the mobile version of it i play other games on it and it works really nice so mobile gaming is the way to go we have large displays we just need this soc to power them and give us the capabilities of doing yeah yeah well you mentioned uh you mentioned kieran and we got to we got to talk about this uh well for our listeners, there's no elephant in the room because you're not watching anything, but there is an elephant in my office right now, and it is this Huawei Mate 40 Pro. My goodness, this is the first time I've held a Huawei device in quite some time. Um, you are a lucky man to be able to work with Huawei in this case. Uh, I'm looking at this thing right now. I like the way that the camera hump has been designed. You can still see the telescopic lens in there. Mm-hmm. Telescopic, rather. Telescopic, yeah. You still have the Leica branding, so they're still working with Leica, which is funny because I'm a big Panasonic fan, and Panasonic is all about Leica, so <laughs> you would think the connection would be there. But I'm holding this phone, and a lot of it feels very familiar. Uh, obviously, the design of the camera hump is still... It, it's a little bit different, but it, I still get Mate 30 vibes from this. Like, it's very similar. It has, it, it, it's the, the design on the back, although optimized and kind of like the new design, it still mirrors what we have uh, from last year with uh, the Mate 30 Pro because that was this, this the design that they decided to go with. So you, you definitely get that feel. The waterfall display on the edges is ever so present there. So it's hard to miss that the display just literally goes on a cliff and dives. <laughs> um but I like the fact that they added the, uh, the volume rocker back, which is something that we didn't have last year. Last year, they went with the software volume rocker on it so that you had to double tap on the side to raise in volume. I forgot That's about that. still there, but now we have the volume rocker as well as a physical button. So especially for taking pictures with the camera, that's that was literally 90% of what I do. When I turn the phone and I want to use the best cameras to take a, uh, like a selfie or anything like that, you need a volume rocker. Yeah, I just opened up the camera and it still has. I mean, here's the thing, though. All of the innovations that Huawei is usually able to make that makes us very excited for their next Mate P or just Mate devices, mm-hmm. uh, 
I don't know. I'm looking at this camera. There are a few things here. Like it, it, it ultimately feels very familiar, and I just can't really put a put a finger on why I'm holding this phone right now, and I actually don't feel super excited. There's there's a slight shadow that maybe the you know I would say just the GMS experience going on with this at this point that probably still kind of looms in somebody's back in the back of your mind when you're thinking about recommending this for somebody because you need to be able to kind of enjoy the entire experience. Cameras though, I would say they're very solid. I like the minimal the minimalistic approach that they decided to go with here as opposed to last year last year we had a massive notch in the front that took over a part of the display they went with the pill shape still uh, carried the 3d uh, sensor for the unlocking or the face unlock as well as the fact that we have a wide angle lens camera so you're getting some of those benefits there you also have true stereo speakers on this as opposed to a stereo speaker that's married between the earpiece and the bottom speaker mm. so they've done some things in here to be- to improve it the base on this is actually pretty good when it comes down to speaker performance so that's actually a nice thing. Okay. Um, I would have loved the headphone jack, but that's just you know wishful thinking. Uh, and then of course, fifty watt, fifty watt wireless charging is something that's also unique itself here. So we have really fast sixty six watt wireless char- wire charging, and then fifty watt wireless with the supported charger. So it is an incremental bump. I agree with you. Where it's not the what last year kind of did to us with the Mate Thirty Pro, like wow, look what they did. Um, but I like the fact that they went with a higher resolution, and the improvements are nice. Yeah, I mean. It's you, you kind of you kind of uh, uh, hit it on the nail there though the the 50 watt wireless charging that's the thing like the thing that I always noticed about Huawei devices especially the flagships like mm-hmm. this they always introduce new tech that requires proprietary items it is, so yeah. it's almost as if I mean 2020 if anything has taught me that practicality is king yes and when I look at a phone that is trying so hard like this one the fact that practicality kind of goes out the window is like oh let's give you uh what's the zoom level on this i saw 10 50 50 yeah, right? yeah 50 is the max that is still a little bit incredulous to me 50 watt wireless charging sounds amazing but then you have to buy the charger still and i don't know i feel like i'm being a hater right now but as i held the phone for a little bit today i thought to myself you know what there's actually not a whole lot about this thing that's exciting me right now yeah. like the taken in a vacuum it is an incredible device the fact that Google is not on here anymore is a story that we're used to by now. Yes. But if I were to extol the virtues of a Mate 40 Pro to somebody and try to convince them that the phones we already have in the market that do have Google services are not the ones you should go for, you should go for this, I don't know if I could make that argument. It's it's a very tough tough conversation to have, especially if they've, they're very vested into the Google services. Um, but not only just Google services, which is something that we need to keep in mind, is it's also banking apps. Not all banking apps will work, and those do require Google services in the background. So it's not always just the Google Play services for Gmail and mapping because um, I have Waze installed on here, and Waze doesn't need GMS. You know, mm. Chrome doesn't need GMS. I can use the native email application for all my Gmail accounts without even needing Gmail. Pedal Search actually does a really good job. Um, well, I see so, you still have APK Pure on here. Yes. So yeah. but Pedal Search I, actually, I use that on the Honor, I remember. It's exactly. It's a standard set of installation files that you do. <laughs> on this point, when yeah. it comes to Honor and Huawei devices, um, no, the actually APK Pure one came through. I did a search through their pedal search, and it took me APK to APK Pure. The file wasn't avail- wasn't available, and then I saw that obviously you know APK Pure has its own download app store. So why not download it? Because it's just the the process of updating when you sideload apps is tedious, and anything that can help you speed up the process, having it as an app store, it does fix the problem. So for me. Pedal Search is pretty good. Uh, APK Pure is nice, and uh, the App Store is reasonable. There's some apps in there that I can find myself. The there, uh, you know, the Huawei App Store uh, that that are functional. But all in all, I think in the week in a 
literally about a week now. I got it last Friday. Actually, yeah, it's been a week. Um, it's actually not not a bad experience. It's just it's hard if when you have the comp- competition. Sure, it is, sure. It's a very hard conversation. To a, a Huawei or an Honor user right now, this is an easy sell because they can totally feed into the ecosystem. And the thing is, I'm... <sighs> Obviously, the America of it all is a problem. Mm-hmm. The fact that these phones, it's a distant, it's a distant hope mm-hmm. that we would ever get Huawei phones here in the U.S. I don't believe that'll happen anytime soon. But even in its own market in China, like we just looked at this freaking Oppo Find X2. Like there, I'm pretty sure that there are going to be a lot of people, even in China, who want to have probably this phone over over a Huawei. So like, I don't know. I don't see Huawei's market share dwindling or anything like that. They have way too many um, product categories mm-hmm. for their market share to dwindle. Absolutely, this, yes. Actually, the they same have time, so much more. Yeah, phones are not their only business. Exactly. Um, I had an opportunity to check out one of their facilities, and they they literally have like an entire area. Them, all the different things that they do cover use. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I no. just, I don't know. Like I look at the phone and there's a certain, there's a certain refinement that I feel like is missing there. And the Mate, the Mate 30 had it. The Mate 20 had it. I remember the P30 Pro. The P30 Pro was the design change. Yeah. They went yeah. away from it. The P20 Pro, um, I was at their launch event in, in Paris and that was fun. Uh, the P30 did change a little bit. I think the P40 is not bad. I, I like the P40 design. The now that we have like multiple categories though, like you have the 40, the 40 Pro, the 40 Pro Plus. That yeah, that, that, that's getting a that, little nuts too. But everybody's like, yeah, like they're they need to have six thousand versions of the same phone. <laughs> um, plus, there's the P40 Lite. I'm sorry. There's the standard. There's yes. the light, the standard, the pro, the pro plus. We can't be too much haters on them because Apple's doing the same thing. I now. was about to say <laughs> we, yeah. And then Samsung's exactly in the same boat. Um, at the end of the day, though, I, my hope essentially is this: the solution to Huawei's phones is a simple solution, although it's a very hard solution to get to. The process is not a hard thing. It's an agreement between different entities to be able to get to allow them to start using these services again. Um, one of the concerns that also kind of comes through with this is that we are running Android 10.0, not Android 11, mm-hmm. even though the phone just got announced a week ago, right? I mean, you would anticipate, you know, EMUI 11 be running on Android 11 as opposed to EMUI 11 running on EMUI and Android 10. So they used to kind of match. Um, but it is an easily fixable problem if the agreement can be made because it could be pushed in an OTA and suddenly GMS isn't built in everywhere because it's blocked on yeah, purpose. Yeah, isn't, but isn't it... Just too little, too late. Because at this point, if they're developing it's, it's, Harmony OS, they are, and that's they gotta the other just thing. stick they, to it. But the problem with Harmony, which is when you start appealing to the Western side, right? The not not the your home turf will always win because that's what you have them use, right? If you're a user that is based in China and Beijing, anywhere that is not outside that uses GMS, because they don't, you gotta realize for them. GMS doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So you can always release phones in that market and it will always be a hit because true, they don't true. depend on that experience. Even if you go with Harmony West and you shift over to the West, you still have the GMS concern. Yeah. Because it changes the whole resolution uh, of what you're trying to do. Do you still have the ability of you know g- using all the applications that you want? Just because the operating system is different doesn't change the user experience. Uh, graphically, we may not notice it, but at the end of the day, if they can't support the apps that people need to use, uh, banking apps, uh, you know, either mapping, they have actually their new mapping app, uh, that will always have a concern. So it, that the, the fix for the GMS is going to basically start a roadmap to recovery, not a you wake up, everything is perfect. Yeah, I that agree. makes sense. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've kind of 
we've gotten through all of the uh is there are there any last thoughts in the made 40 pro that you want to share with everybody you've done like what three four videos on it by now uh <laughs> depending on how many channels I, i've covered it uh, oh, that's I've, true i've done three <laughs> videos officially i'm working on a gaming video for it right now because i feel like it's a great gaming phone um i was just i was actually what i was doing on the phone while you were talking was i was trying to install uh genshin impact <laughs> so uh, i'm not okay i'm not obsessed with this game i just think it is a very impressive free mobile game i'm so impressed i, I will by try it. to download it and see if i can download it off of apk pure uh, uh, it is there yeah, I, yeah. I didn't press install but i know it's oh there. no no i i I probably would say, yeah, don't, because I, I think I don't have a, an unlimited data on that one. That's one of my uh, my testing sims. Gotcha. Um, but yes, I'll, I will make sure to install it and include it in the video just for you. <laughs> and when I'm playing a game on the video, I'll be like, okay, Josh, this it's is on, for you. It's just an impressive game. Like, I'm not even paying for anything. Because I've seen people on TikTok, like, like they do TikTok reactions to their gotchas. Mm-hmm. And they want that, like, they want a character in their pools, right? So I don't do that. I have not even paid one cent to, to Genshin uh, for loot boxes or anything like that. So. I, I, will, <laughs> I will definitely include it because I, I have my normal standard set of games that I like to play personally. So PUBG, Fortnite, and of course, Fortnite surprisingly uh, was in the apps, in the uh, in the Huawei App Store. I was like, the Epic installer was in there. I'm like, okay, so that's a win for Epic. Okay. They can't be in Google. They can't be in Apple, but they can be in the App Store. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, the Huawei App Store. So... Uh, that and um, but I'll install uh, Genshin. I also like Modern Combat Versus. Um, I also also installed the Kishi app, so I'm, I'm running it with the Kishi controller. Mm-hmm. Works perfectly fine. That's the okay. That's the one bummer is Genshin. Even though it's on the Switch, it's on Steam, and all of that. There's no, no control. controller support on mobile for some reason. Oh my god! I, I, we need better control. We need people need to realize that it's not cheating if you use a controller on your phone. They yes. need to in- include that that function natively. But also, it's like you have a Switch version. Yeah. Or is no, it Switch? No, no, it's PS4 and Steam. Well, so, so the- if you have it on, yeah, so then uh, you can't run it on, on the Switch. But it's still, to me, though, anything that can mimic the experience of a Switch right now, which I think a lot of our phones can, one of the reasons why I like the larger size phones, I'm, I'm trying to bring la- last conversation with you, <laughs> Josh. Um, and Wait, then, okay, so for our listeners, uh, TK did take out his iPhone 11 Pro Max and my iPhone 12 Pro. And he was like, wow, this is a much smaller phone. And I'm like, right? <laughs> and not only that, because it doesn't have the round edges, it loses even more uh, space as you're holding it. Yeah. It literally looks like I was holding the standard Pro with the Mini next to it. Although we know the Mini <laughs> is going to be small. But anyways, it is just I'm, I'm, I'm just being a little bit salty from our last conversation. <laughs> he ambushed me with a question that I wasn't thinking he was going to hit me with. and um, <laughs> this no, still the name of the podcast. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah, TK, get TK Why does TK hate the iPhone 12 Pro? Pro? No, I don't hate it. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely a nice design. And I I really, really, really think Apple can put a fingerprint sensor under that button on the right side. There's no reason they couldn't have done it. They've well, done did it you on. notice? Well, my phone's over there. Yeah, there is a, there is a spot. I, I didn't, well, that is the UWB band. That's what that is? Yeah. And, but it that looks, opening is specifically just for the ultra-wide band. I feel like, that. yeah, that's one of the... Uh, <sighs> That's okay. one of the ways that it gets uh, 5G. Um, but I kept thinking to myself, like, this would have been the perfect place to put a fingerprint reader. I, I Okay. So first first world problem. But, hey, quick question. How do you use your phone if your hand is covering the ultra-wideband antenna? Well, I feel like that is where it is. But there are multiple places that it can I'm assuming get. it's – yeah, maybe yeah, this, this is just like the – It's part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like that would be like if you're taking – if you're doing a speed test, make sure you hold the phone separately, fingers away. <laughs> use three, use three fingers. <laughs> yes, and then hit the button and make sure you hold it up. 
No, um, I point point that side to the antenna. I, <laughs> I need to find where there there is supposedly there is one uh, ultra wide tower, a Verizon tower, somewhere off the ten. Because I had the TCL 10L, right? The 10, like the, off the 10 where? Uh, off the 10 by uh, close to the 405, so in Santa Monica. It's like some, oh, somewhere. Oh, so L.A. L.A. area. Yeah. And We're in the 626 right now. There's none of that. No. We, we, and, we, should, we might as well call this the sub-626. The sub-626. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is – yeah, no, it, it could be. Uh, but that was just the only place. And I, I could not, for the life of me, spend the time – because it's like a 50-minute drive from where I am. Just to go over there – to stand in front of it, hit the button, and say, "Oh, hey, I get five <laughs> ultra wideband. I get two two gigabits." But who I have did to uh, Marquez did that TikTok, didn't he? Where he showed that he had like two gigabit speeds or whatever the it's like two thousand, and uh, it was really good. And then he like he like walked across the street and it just plummeted. <laughs> no, no, but that's the thing. That's the the the, the technology itself. I'm glad Verizon finally opened up the 5G and oh, sure. this 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 is something that because their their claim to fame is like I even actually uh, at uh, the event last week last year with uh, Qualcomm, they had a tower mm-hmm. inside of one of their demo rooms and I saw how fast this thing is. And then I looked at the guy and I said, "Where's the tower?" He said, "Oh, it's right there the at the the ceiling of this uh, conference room that we're in." I'm like Nobody's going to be coming in. So short answer is you... you. So the moment I go into the building, they, I'm already... The moment you're in, <laughs> if you're sitting there or, or if you're... Because they have them at stadiums, which I understand that's where you that really sense. want, that's where you that want them. Uh, but otherwise, for a normal average uh, person, yeah, none of us are going to be getting two gigabits down and or you know going in there and downloading our entire library. 5G is, is good. It needs time to evolve. Um, and it's on everybody. Every manufacturer is re- releasing a phone that has some type of 5G. Yeah, totally. Um, LG released the K series that's uh, 350 bucks for fi- uh, with 5G. TCL released a 399 phone with 5G. I mean, the prices are dropping. We're no longer looking at you know six, seven, seven hundred dollars. We're looking at actually 400, 350 bucks. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Well, um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this uh, episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this very spirited conversation we had because we've been able, like, this is literally us hanging out. Like, exactly. this is what it's like. Uh, also, this is the first time of me using the new podcast rig. So whenever we do travel again, this is how I want to do it. Granted, you can see this is not a real mic stand. I had to rig one up. I, I, I need to get one more of those. Yeah, this <laughs> one looks a little bit better, although I like the shock mount on yours and you're using the uh, the tripod uh, mount at the bottom. That's actually yeah. a camera tripod. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I had to. I I had to rig this one up because I know I have more than one of those. I just don't know where it went. So that mic stand, I'll have to buy I would one. probably use the shock mount, though, as well as this. Because this one, if I hit the table by mistake, it will generate for a sure. lot For sure. I'll get another one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, with all that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode. TK, go ahead and let everybody know where to find you. Uh, as usual, guys, TK Bay, TK B-A-Y, almost anywhere you want to look for me. Uh, let the beard guide you. That's the best way I can say it. Just look for the bald head and the beard, and you'll know exactly you're looking at the right TK. Um, TK DSL 8 655 on Instagram, Twitter, and as well as Facebook, uh, and TKB everywhere else. All right, awesome. And uh, I'll let you know all of the other places that you can find myself and Pocket Now in the outro starting now. Follow TK using all of the links that are in the show notes as always. And from there, you can also follow me across the interwebs. I am JVTechT on Twitter and Instagram because you know me, I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. You can also watch content over on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara, where I do content that in a lot of ways supplements what you find on Pocket Now. 
PocketNow is, of course, at PocketNow.com and at PocketNow on Twitter and Instagram. And you definitely want to be on the Instagram account because every now and then, uh, we try to do it weekly, but every now and then we do an IG Live where we take some of your questions in the chat, hang out for a little while, and that is also a podcast episode from time to time. Uh, after that, though, head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash PocketNow for videos that come out pretty much every single day. From there, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening to the PocketNow Weekly Podcast, and we will see you in our next episode. Episode.